Okay, welcome. This is Nick's Game Changer Podcast, Episode 6. It's summer. It it's is. June. We're here. I have my we friend Lindsay it. here. The goose. <laughs> Lindsay Matthew, who, who was Lindsay Saragusa when I met her 15 years ago. Oh, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad to be here today. And uh, yeah, it's, I'm glad summer's here. It feels yeah, like a I nice know. change. It's been a while. So yeah, yeah thanks I for know. having me. Absolutely. So I want to just tell uh, the folks listening just a little bit about you, your background. So as I just said, we met 15 years ago in the um, retail real estate space. Yes, so I can't believe just... it's been 15 years. I know, I know. We were talking before we got started here and we were doing the math and I feel like that makes us older than we really are, but it's it's facts. So <laughs> here <laughs> so, we are. So there's but, that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Fifteen years, it flies. But yeah, you've been around for a while, and yeah. Uh, yeah. So have I, I guess. Yeah. You had, yeah. So you went to Boston University. I did. Yep. Yep. I graduated from BU. Um, I got into BU um, in the communications program. Mm-hmm. Um, so I never necessarily knew that I was going to, you know, what I was going to do with that because it's almost so broad of a degree that you could. I think being in Boston, I was like, oh, I'm going to work for the Red Sox or the Celtics or something yeah. like that. Like you have these big, grandiose ideas. But um, little did I know that my path was going to bring me into the design and construction and development world. And um, it's like I could not imagine doing anything differently um, than the career the path that I've been on. And so what was your path then? You graduated? Yeah. So my, my, my path is that I graduated in 2001 and basically I knew that I had to move back to Connecticut despite mm. wanting to stay in Boston yeah. it just wasn't realistic at the time yeah um, I did have an offer to kind of stay at the internship that I was working at but it was just one of those things that it wasn't exactly gonna pay the bills mm. living in a big city so I moved back to Connecticut um, and what I did was I really just put resumes out on the streets just again kind of a relatively broad degree in communications um, and basically I remember that there was a, a um, job description in the Hartford Current that I saw and it said ENR top 500 design firm seeks marketing professional in the paper hard copy paper old school 15 years ago (laughs) when we read newspapers yeah um so it was like ENR top 500 design firm seeks marketing professional and I'm like I don't know what ENR is but top 500 sounds pretty good so I'm like let's do it so it was for a civil engineering firm tectonic engineering And they're in Rocky Hill, but they're based in New York. And um, I put my resume in and I I got the job. And it's funny because like my dad, my dad was a union carpenter. Mm. He worked for Connecticut Department of Transportation. Mm. He retired probably like five years ago as a construction inspector. I mean, growing up, I remember hanging sheetrock with my dad. Like there was always something going Mm -hmm. on in our house. He built all the houses we ever lived in growing up. So I guess you could say construction's kind of in my blood. Yeah. but yeah, I just I ended up working for a civil engineering firm right out of college, and you know I knew nothing about it. I was I was not even 21 at the time because I actually mm. graduated a year early, early from BU, um, and I was just like working with a bunch of civil engineers, and you know it was like either figure this out or you know completely change paths. And I kind of dug in and mm-hmm. asked a ton of questions and just really began to realize what a niche it was working in. What, what what I refer to and others refer to as the AEC space, so right. architectural engineering construction. Um, so I was there at Tectonic for about three years as a marketing coordinator, so mm-hmm. really just pumping out RFPs. Yeah. Um, for those of you that aren't familiar with that term, request for proposals uh, for services. You have mm-hmm. to put together proposals to respond and sell your services. So I'd do those and answer phones when the secretary was on her cigarette break and, uh, <laughs> you know, just really just learn everything, everything I could. Yeah. Then I moved over, actually when I met you, I had moved over to BL Companies, uh, right. more multidisciplined, larger yeah. architectural engineering firm. Yeah. And then after that, I was there for five years. Um, I left BL as the director of marketing and business development. So you really worked your way up there. I did, yeah. yeah. I started as a marketing coordinator yeah. and really just kind of worked through the ranks. I had some really great people yeah. um, along the way that kind of saw what I brought to the table That's and gave wonderful. me a lot of opportunity at a very young age good. over there. That's good. Um, I loved it. And I basically was courted to come over to the dark side or the construction side in yeah. 2000 nine when yeah. I left BL and, and very drastically changed from a, a true marketing role to more of a business development role. Yeah. Um, I oversaw business development and, sh- and did strategy at BL, but I was really out responsible for selling at KBE. And um, it was an interesting time because it was like the height of the recession. It was 2009, yeah. Yeah. you know, it was not good. Um, and I realized qu- pretty quickly that I, I didn't like the, the selling, you know, being out there just pounding the pavement. That wasn't really me. I missed that creative side. What drove the change to initially um, 
leave BL after that time and go to a whole different company and to, in a whole different role. Yeah. So I'm assuming you were in a commission-based sales it, position combination maybe. It, yeah, there was there was a base salary um, that was involved there, but yeah. it, it was still a, so a drastic that? change. And I'll tell you what drove it was um, really the burnout, to be honest with mm. you. Like we had gone from a department at BL of, I wanna say like nine, nine people at one point yeah. um, working throughout the Northeast and just given cutbacks that every firm in that industry was going, was through, going through. We skinny down to like me and like two coordinators and wow. you know, but, but what was interesting that I think a lot of marketing folks in the AEC space can remember at that time was, it's not like our workload skinny down too. We went, it was to throw the spaghetti at the wall and hope it sticks. So we yeah. were chasing federal work. We were going after stuff in Florida, yeah. like stuff we frankly didn't have any business doing mm. just to try to feed the machine. And yeah. I was burnt out. Yeah. So I got a call from a recruiter and they're like, hey, no RFPs, no say, you know, you're just gonna sell. It's yeah. cushier. Individual it's contributor, you can yeah. just, you know, network. Yeah, and, and I was hooked and, did it. and it was a change. And yeah. I was like, I'd been there for five years and you know, sometimes it's like the right, right time, right to place. Change. And then I, I took a jump. Yeah. It so wasn't a long jump. It <laughs> wasn't. Well, yeah. no. So then, yes. And you were at, I, and I remember you and I went out to lunch um, together and you mm -hmm. told me just as you had changed role and I was in a sales environment at the time working in national sales yep. for facility management company. So I kind of knew that world. Yeah. And we talked about it and I said, are you really sure yeah. this is what you want? I remember this lunch. And uh, I do too. And, um, <laughs> But you did it and you yeah. gave it a shot. And then, so tell me from there, yeah. you really kind of shifted into the, the spot where you're at today, I did. right? Yeah. yeah, I did. So I was at KBE Building Corporation, uh, formerly Conover Construction yeah. in Farmington. I was there for about a year and it, it was a great experience. I learned a ton about you know the construction side because I had historically only been on the design side. And um, I met a lot of great people. Um, but basically for me, it, again, just keeping in mind that it was at this time where, you know, people were getting laid off left yeah. and right, you know, yeah. and, and fortunately I, I was not one of those people. I was out there trying to hustle and again, kind of feed that machine. Yeah. But all the while I was getting, you know, emails, calls from friends that I worked with at BL or otherwise that were like, hey, Lince, you know, I, I lost my job. Can you just help me with like a little logo? Can you throw together a business card for me? Mm -hmm. um, put up a little splash page for a website. So without realizing what was happening at the time, I kind of like started a little side hustle, mm. helping out friends. And then I think realizing that, you know, my heart really was more on the marketing side and, and there was something very, very satisfying for me when it came to giving people the tools that they need to like win work or right. put their best foot right. forward. Right. That like really hit me right in the chest. Yeah. Um, it, it felt good and um, at the time, you know, I was 29, I didn't have kids, I wasn't yeah, married, yeah. I had all the freedom in the world really. Um, I was living in New Britain alone and I said, look, I I'm gonna just take a big old risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, lived yeah, on yeah. Farmington Avenue in New Britain for a long time and um, I had my little, my little puppy yeah. and uh, I said, you know what? I'm gonna just roll the dice because I had been in the industry for 10 years. Yeah. I kind of floated the idea out there and literally everyone, probably yourself included, were like, Lens, do it, like do it. You can do yeah. this, you're good at what you do, people love you, I've got stuff you can work on, I'm gonna make a commitment. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of a very small core group of people that really believed in me up front and gave me the chance to kind of like trial by fire, yeah. or yeah. that's the wrong expression, uh, like basically make mistakes as I go. Yeah. Um, you might wanna cut that out because I don't wanna say trial by <laughs> fire, but. Well, no, I mean, you know okay, I mean? here's the thing, I, I, I remember when you went from BL yeah. to KBE and then to Golden Egg. And I, I remember from my perspective, you know, and I, I am at, during that on my own time frame had worked in, you know, for a large corporation and, mm -hmm. then, and then at one point shifted over to work locally for my uncle at the Proto Group. And remember just from that commercial real estate world, a lot of mixed reviews on like, what's Lindsay doing? You yeah. know, she had this corporate path and yep. you, you were managing a big department at, yeah. at BL and then all yeah. of a sudden you made a shift to an individual contributor and now you're starting a business still, the economy was not great. And yeah. I, I kind of remember, you know, seeing people or fielding phone calls and you know, your name would come up because yeah. obviously, you know, we've been friends for yep. a long time by that point saying, what is she doing? Yeah. Why is she doing, it's career suicide. Yeah. Well, she's going the wrong way. And, and you know, that I think goes to show and I say this all the time, 
you, you can convince yourself into something as easy yeah. as you can convince yourself out of something. Absolutely. And if you listen to everybody's advice, you're never going to make a decision. Yeah. So, and, and you did it. I did it. And, and I, at that time, w was it a big jump? Absolutely. I mean, I think there were, there were people very close to me that like very, very close to me that yeah. didn't, maybe didn't believe in me, maybe didn't think that what I was doing was right, but I didn't care. I yeah. believed in myself. I knew what I was doing. I saw the potential, and, and literally at, at that point, I was like, so what, if I try it and I fail? What's my worst I could, case I could always get back into That's this right. industry on that job. carousel, because yeah. I had carved a very, very real niche in the AEC space, and yeah. you know, the, anyone that works in that industry knows when you're looking for a marketing person, they, they need that background, they need to speak that language, they need to know that terminology. So I said, worst case scenario, I'll jump back in, and you know, they're always gonna need good marketing That's people. Right. And, I don't care what anyone said, <laughs> to be honest, because you know I've been I'm coming up on nine years. August first yeah. will be Congratulations. nine years. Thank That's you. Um, and and I don't mean like I don't care what anyone says. Like of course, to some degree, people's opinions and comments will, will stick with you. Right. Um, some of them you hear, some of them you don't. That's right. But um, I knew in my heart that I could do this, and yeah. and like I said, I'm very grateful looking back at the clients that really did believe in me because yeah. they knew me for that long of a period of time, yeah. and they said, you know what. She can add value to us, and we're going to help her out. And and there's still clients today. Yeah, there's still clients today. That's an important comment, I think, because you talk about you know the the clients, people that you had dealt with in a professional environment before, and they mm -hmm. know you in that way. Yeah. So if somebody that maybe didn't know you in that capacity mm -hmm. was saying to you, well, what are you doing? Why are you making the jump? They don't understand what yeah. the skills and expertise you have because they've never dealt with you in that That's way right. before. And in one of the things I remember, when I started one source, I was 28. Yep. So of course I'm like, I'm 28. And yep. I was I like, can I can do anything. <laughs> and I remember my, I was at my grandparents' house and my grandfather asks to speak to me in the other room. Uh -oh. He walks me into serious. the other room and I, he sits me down and he's like, you know, I, I, I understand what you're doing here, but mm -hmm. uh, no one's gonna buy facility management from a kid. Mm -hmm. and, and he was dead serious about yeah. it. And, I, and, and look, it was concern, mm -hmm. but in his, in his mind, I mean, you know, he was like, What's this guy doing? Yeah, he's got responsibilities. He's looking he's, out for you. He was looking out for me, but it was a gut check yeah. too, because yeah. it was like I could have just folded and said, yep. "You know what? You're right." Yeah. But but I, I had to make a decision, yeah. and I had to say, "You know what? Well, I know that what my abilities are as a salesperson. I know what yeah. my abilities are in the in the real estate facility management industry, just like you." And said, right. "People are gonna, people are gonna buy in because yeah. I believe in myself." That's and right. Another thing that I would think that you are the same way, because we've, you and I have had many yeah. uh, projects that have started in the afternoon that yep. have gone to like the wee hours of the morning. Absolutely. And I think when you have that work ethic of like, I'm never gonna let the client down. I'll do yep. whatever it takes. Absolutely. If I if I have to stay up all night. Yep. And even in my, at the stage I'm at one source now, I mean there are times where somebody does something wrong. Yep. And you pay for it. Yep. You literally say I'm gonna. Gonna I'm gonna make it right. Expense. I'm gonna Absolutely. make it right. Yeah, cost you money, but it's the right decision. Yeah. At the end of the day, when when you're in business for yourself, like we both are, um, it's your name. Uh -huh. It becomes very synonymous with um, whether it's Golden Egg or whether it's One Source. It, it's you. It's Nick. It's Nick. It's Lindsay. And you're gonna do right by those people. Yeah. And if it means you're staying up late, and if it means you're eating the profit on that job, you're gonna do it right. right. Not everyone is gonna be like that. I no. think you have to remember that too. No. They're, they're not. I think I thought everybody was that yeah. way. And if, if, it, if it were like that, we probably wouldn't be in business for yourself <laughs> because it would be you're like, right. well, this sucks. Yeah. Um, but those are peppered in, and they're learning experiences that come out of those. Like yeah. maybe I could price this differently next time. Maybe I could put some you know, language in place contractually yeah, that would prevent that from yeah, happening, exactly. something like that. But um, you, yeah. you learn from it. Um, you learn by doing. Yeah, and I, sure. I think going back to like, you know, that, that drive, um, you know, like that makes perhaps either one of us make kind of an arguably crazy move from yeah. leaving, you know, it's like it's leaving that salary, those benefits, that yeah. comfort. And, you know, at, at the time, you know, again, I, I foolishly being, you know, young and in my upper 20s, I didn't, I quit and I didn't have insurance. And right. well, like literally a couple months later, I broke my arm and I had to learn. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, scar, I was going to say, right you had some surgery and everything. Yeah, yeah that was an expensive was. Uh, learning process exactly. there. So we take these little hiccups and we learn from them. <laughs> yeah, and we laugh about and, it now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. so, so I guess maybe uh, to, to kind of look at some of these questions that we prepared yeah. here, this could be a good intro. Name three words that describe you. Let me take a sip of my tea here. I've got some tea because my 
voice is a little hoarse this morning, so thank you all for bearing with me. <laughs> but um, so three words that describe me. So I thought about this, and um, I was thinking like a lot of people probably would say adjectives, like you know, driven or you know, motivated or whatever. But I'm like, I think more in terms of like how I describe myself. So like, I guess more in a noun fashion. Okay. So I, I would say first, I'm an entrepreneur. Um, that is a big part of what defines me. Uh, mm -hmm. I love what I do. I love working for clients that appreciate the value I bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And that's such a huge part of me that that's what gets me up out of bed in the morning. And if I weren't working, as much as there's times where I'm like, I don't want to work anymore. I want to be independently wealthy. I'm sure we all yeah. have those moments. Yeah, right. But work is stimulating to me. It, it's I love it. I yeah. love what I do. And that's a big part of, of me. So I would say entrepreneur first and foremost. And one thing on that word, I think when you, I don't know what the actual textbook definition of entrepreneur is, but I feel that that word is overused. I agree with that. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> um, and I'm not trying to pick on any, any specifics here, but I think anyone, whether they're kind of, whether it's a pyramid scheme kind of thing, or they're, you know, maybe a franchisee type of deal, I'm like, you, yes, you, you are taking a, a calculated smaller risk, but when you're truly starting something from ground nothing, zero, from you, that, that is really a different definition yeah. of the word entrepreneur to me. Yeah. Um, and it's no, no disrespect to, to anyone that's doing something that's not like starting their own business. But, but I, I think that I take a lot of pride in that word and, yeah. and what that word means to me. Mm -hmm. And I do feel it's overused. Um, I for, think, the, for the record. <laughs> for the record. <laughs> Let the record show. <laughs> um, I think my next word would be wife because I am married to a wonderful man by the name of Nicholas Matthew, and he is truly my partner in life. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't do what I do with Golden Egg, or, or really anything for that matter, without his support and his partnership. Um, he is a firefighter for the city of Norwich, a career firefighter. Mm -hmm. um, and some people hear this and they're like, how do you deal with it? But his schedule is they do one 24-hour shift, and then they're off for 72 hours. So let's say he works a Monday. Yeah. He gets up at 5:30 in the morning, goes to the firehouse. He sleeps, and you know they're not volunteer. They literally they're career firefighters, so they're there. They live there. They sleep there. They cook their meals there. So he's gone for 24 hours, then he's off for three days, on for 24, mm, off for three. Awesome. So it literally rotates like for the rest of our his working career as a firefighter. Yeah. Um, and and so to to that end, he's able to really help me a lot. I do work from home. I have an office outside of the home, but mostly I'm working from home. We have two young kids. He's, he's there to basically do so much uh, at, at home, mm -hmm. whether it's being a dad, holding up the fort, so to speak, with, mm -hmm. with cleaning, grocery shopping. Like He truly is a partner, yeah. and I couldn't do what I do without him. Yeah. And I'm, I love him. <laughs> I think that uh, you said a lot of great things there, and I have the privilege of knowing him too. He's a great guy, okay. and uh, in an era of social media, we get to see a lot of different things. Yes. So I love, I love <laughs> all the, follow both. Of I us. do, and I love all the different sides of Nick because I think <laughs> there he's, are many. He, there are many, and for a guy that's just uh, um, so giving. I mean, in his career, I mean, he really it's a, it's a career of service. Yeah. Um, and he, I feel like he's hilarious too. Yeah. He's got a great sense of humor, so he finds the lighter things he too. Does. Yeah. Uh, but a tremendous amount of, of responsibility. And what what I think was great for me to see was maybe last year. Mm -hmm. I came and you were you had a work from home day, yes. and yep. uh, I came over to the house to yep. do some things. And Nick was there, and the kids were there, yep. and like I finally really got you it. Like it, it was yeah. a whole side of you that I don't think I really understood. Yeah. yeah. But I also think that in business, you know, and I. You know, people always say it's business, and that's yeah. true. But to me, that there's parts of you that make up your whole person. Yeah. And it's the home life, it's yeah. the work life, and when those worlds really like you and I, I think similarly. Yeah. They're molded into they, one. They are. They're, they're very one. Molded. Like I'm the same person everywhere yeah. as you are. You, you can't dissect them. But like when <laughs> I saw you guys together, I mean, we had lunch. Yeah. All together at the kitchen table, yep. and like, it was a great day. Yeah. And and I just I felt like. I learned a lot about you know who you are as a person and, and your success yeah. and you know how you. you guys are really a good team. Thank you. And I think for the topic of Game Changer podcast, I mean, I think we we should, we all aspire yeah. to that. To, yeah. And you know, uh, I know you, you probably say that you're lucky, but you work for it too. Thank so you. Yeah, you're you're right. It, it takes it's work. work. There's it's work. marriage. Really, any relationship takes work. Yeah. Um, and there's days that are easy, and there's days that aren't. Um, right. And you know, I guess the third word would be mother. 
because mm-hmm. we have two kids and they're crazy <laughs> and they're you know within they're, they're less than two years apart um yeah. lenora is four and lennox is two yeah. and they're active is a very good word yeah. um you know they're they're at this interesting point of lenora just finished her first year of preschool at, yeah. um at, at school and lennox will be starting preschool in the fall so you know, but preschools, you know, eight thirty to eleven. So you know, it's not like they're they're you know in school all day. So it's still every year there's an adjustment with kids, and and you know, um, you know they go through different phases, and and just when you think like I can't take this phase anymore, they're graduating to a new one, and it's like right. oh, there's something cool and new about this or different, yeah. and then that one gets you to the breaking point, and they go into a new one. So, um, you know, mother is another really big part of who I am. Uh, I love my kids, I love my family, and I couldn't do what I do without their support. Mm-hmm. Um, the beauty of what I do is that I have the flexibility on the days that either Nick's working or, you know, things at school or, or just in general. Like, I, I know, you know when you're like, God, I, I just, I haven't seen my kids. I, I've been too into work. Like, when any one of those three, I guess, words that describe me feel, you know, I guess you're juggling. Like, yeah. we all juggle. But right? maybe out of alignment. When it feels out degree. of alignment or I'm putting too much love into this bucket. Like, you, you know, you feel it. And... You know, I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to work late tonight so I can just go to the beach tomorrow with the kids or do this. Like, yeah. or me and Nick need a date night. Like, right. you know, yeah. like, you so just, you gotta, know. you gotta do that because um, I know that the, t- the times that have been challenging are the times that I've neglected, um, in particular, you know, Nick. Mm-hmm. Because you, you t- I guess you take for granted, like, I'm like, oh, I could give more to work. Or, I got to do more here. I got to do more here. I got to call this friend. But like your own relationship at home, you sometimes, you know, yeah, you're just like, yeah. oh, that's going to be there. God, yeah, you know, so you, you can't, yeah, you can't absolutely. take it for granted. Yeah. Um, I think what's amazing too, without name dropping for your client yeah. confidentiality, <laughs> but you've got some pretty big name clients and, and people that are in companies that are doing major projects in Connecticut and mm-hmm. all across New England. Yeah, from absolutely. That, and nationwide. Nationwide. nationwide yeah. So I think that, you know, in order for you to keep up with that production. Yeah with that type of schedule. And again, they're, they're looking at their deadlines going, Linz, we don't care what we have. Yeah, yeah. You gotta meet you gotta this deadline. Yeah. You gotta get this RFP done. I mean, and, and it's not like you're talking about, you know, little residential right. renovation jobs. Uh, talking exactly. major, large Absolutely. scale construction projects that are, you know, in the millions, yeah. you know, and, and you're, you really are, you're out there. Yeah, and, I, and I, I am, think, yeah. Not that, I don't think that's overwhelming, but I think that, it, you know, if you, did, if you didn't have what you have at home, yeah. that would be a very daunting task to be able to keep up with the demands of your clients Absolutely. and and be a wife and a mom. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Um, and, and that's the thing. I Our our arrangement is not your typical one. Um, mm-hmm. We don't, neither one of us work nine to fives and right. the kids aren't in daycare and it's not like we have that like constant family babysitter or, right. or otherwise babysitter. We we really take pride in doing it ourselves and yeah. raising our own kids, yeah. um, and and it's just constant following the bouncing ball because every day is literally different. different. Um, every week is literally different. I can't even say like, hey, I need a babysitter every Tuesday because he doesn't work every Tuesday. Right, it's always um, on, it's always changing. So yeah, so I I just but it's in my nature to like satisfy those those requests. Like whatever my clients need, I wanna you know I want to jump through hoops to do yeah. it and that's yeah, you, do. you know you, you you learn how to balance that because some mm-hmm. demands you're just like you know get out of here it doesn't even make sense yeah. don't ask me that but um you know through through what I do and and my my partners that I work with mm-hmm. um to supplement either areas of expertise that I don't personally have or yeah. just that like backlog helping me out helping me get that work done get yeah. those needs met yeah we get it done and we've been doing it for nine plus years Love nationwide yeah, for big, awesome. big players yeah. and small players too. I mean, we work yeah. with startups, we work with international corporations. Right. Um, and, and a lot of times we're really acting, I say we, we through my network, but, but Golden Egg is, is their marketing department or yeah. they're an extension of their marketing right, department. Right, right, which is great, which is, yeah. which is the way of the world. And you yeah. know, for, for me in the outsourced facility management yeah. field, you know, we're in the similar, Absolutely. you know, they, that these looking at what the non-core activities are of these yeah. corporations saying, okay, payroll, you know, uh, yeah. HR, yeah. marketing, yeah. facility management, take those things out that are taking away from your core business and the way you make yeah. money from your day to day and let us supplement those functions. activities. Yeah. So I think, and with the way that the, the economy is in mm-hmm. Connecticut and across the country, I think that there's ways that these people can leverage yeah. the, the expertise of folks like you and Absolutely. I. Absolutely. And, and the, the whole outsourcing model, is, it's, it's, 
it takes I think some people a minute to grasp that but yeah. it's worked well for you and I think mm. I mean essentially I'm if you're your outsourced facility maintenance solution I'm your outsourced marketing solution exactly and right. you're getting um, more expertise arguably mm -hmm. than you may be, be able to keep you know on payroll in-house right. um, you're getting access to a, a, a larger network you're getting frankly maybe more drive as a consultant 100%. than if you're you know yeah. just getting a paycheck every Correct. week so right. it's a model that you know has worked really well for me and mm -hmm. and and a lot of times I am working in close cooperation and collaboration with an in-house marketing yeah, person right, but right, it's just right. they can't do it all themselves either no, no so it's sure. been a good it's been a good gig <laughs> so so tell me is this next question when you feel overwhelmed how do you refocus I feel overwhelmed every day <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've learned that like I need some kind of physical activity in my life like usually in the morning okay. um, I'm not like you know like super diligent about like I have to work out at you know 615 after taking my shake and you know doing these supplements or you know but I do like to get a little bit of a workout on yeah. at least four to five days a week okay. um, you know weekends I usually just chill but I got to do some kind of workout um, and then work-wise, I find that it sounds so old school, but I make a to-do list. I write, oh, I so pull funny. out my paper, so and I, I just I start I'm writing stuff. List. And I'm, I will write stuff that I just did to be like, check. check. You know, like, I did feel that. so good? Check the it box. Does. It's like, get it done. Cross I do, it out. I do. But it's like the back to basics. Like, because, yeah. you know, there's so many, like, I think even as technology continues to, like, evolve and stuff, it's like, I have people DMing me on Instagram about stuff texting me about stuff, leaving a voicemail in my cell, leaving a voicemail on my office phone, emailing me. I, I would never do, I'd never emails. do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> it gets, you know, you can't I, mean it I in. Know, yeah. It's like, and you're just trying to like, usually when I'm driving, I'm like, oh God, like I, re I totally never responded to that or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So it's like reining in all the sources that these requests are coming in, these projects are coming in, mm -hmm. making a list, prioritizing it, and just plowing through. Yeah. Um, I've also learned that when I really need to hone in and focus, I have to shut Outlook down, like mm -hmm. shut it down because yeah. that is like the constant fire of the moment and you're like, oh, somebody else's problem that I can go solve. And I'm like, oh, well, I have my own problems and, yeah. and challenges for clients that I need to deal with sure, first. Sure. So it's just like, shifting the focus going back to basics writing a list and chopping away at it so that's also i think talking about prioritizing what you have to do mm. versus what you want to do and how yeah. often do you find yourself doing what you want to do versus what you need to do do you it's rare it, it, well i shouldn't say it's rare because i do like i want to work out in the morning so i make that time yeah. i've learned to do that yeah. um but i think that it's very easy for given my personality and my desire to please people in general mm -hmm. but clients yeah. I'm I'm always leaning towards what I have to do yeah and I have to remember that I need to make time for myself yeah. make time for my family mm -hmm. and, and even make time for my own business because yeah. I'm like the classic you know shoemakers kids that have no shoes or whatever the expression is like do I do my own marketing no I don't um, because yeah. you know I just don't have time for it but yeah. that's Though don't have time for it is just such a bullshit excuse yeah. because well, you do. Take you can make you can yeah. shift it you around. Shift you have it. eight hours or however many hours, pack your day, mm -hmm. code it out in your calendar, and just do it. Yeah, you know. But that I say that like I do that every day. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's I at least am acknowledging that that yeah. is what needs to be done to to kind of blend the what you have to do and what you want to do. Sure. Do you see how the world has changed? I think I think the answer will be yes. But from like when when we were working early on, and like people being in an office and being all in front of each other, yeah. and like you know they say like ass and seat. I had a boss yeah. years ago that was like, I want <laughs> right. to see you from my desk. And I think today, um, my approach anyway, and I think yours is the same way. Is like just get it done. Yeah, just get it done. I don't care. And I and I say to the folks in my office too. You know, like you have something personal at home you have to yeah. take care of take care of it because yeah. you're not gonna be able to focus exactly if, if you have something as a distraction but that, that I think that's also what I mean by prioritization of your mm -hmm. day and I think that you operate that way too it's yeah. like hey I gotta take my son to the doctor but yep. you know what as soon as I bring him back these are the things I that's have to right. get done absolutely and I think that there's been a, a pretty big shift uh, for sure over our short yeah I, I, I totally remember the whole concept even on a snow day it was like I'm gonna work from home it was like uh, yeah you're probably gonna be doing laundry or you know you're yeah. not and I think that in general, companies, the industry, whatever, just 
professionals mm. have let go of that like control yeah. I, I certain companies i think they're always going to be conservative Conserv- in that yeah. respect and want you ass and seat but i think that the whole remote concept and yeah. even you know this is what you need to do as long as you're performing if yeah. you need to go to your kids concert at school or go yeah. to the doctor Make it work just get it done yeah. and if it means you work late or you get up early yeah. get it done there, there's got to be that trust there um and even in serving clients because like i said i'm working with clients like coast to coast like they don't they don't many of them don't even know them in connecticut or don't care like you know in technology too like i think we you and i do a lot of video calls video calls and i think you know and and we always i always say like technology is a tool it's not a solution so like the people yeah in our world anyway provide the solution but technology really is a tool yeah game-changing tool in a lot of ways (laughs) so that to kind of help us yeah work in ways we never would have been able to work before that's right but but i will say like you know having worked from home arguably or remotely for nine years now like you do miss that human interaction yeah, that, that element so yeah. like some it, of the camaraderie you do like you know and i would do i want to go to an office every day no um but you i do take opportunities to like you know if it's like a long conference call or something like let's let's just meet up and yeah, we've done that we've like done that. let's go to glastonbury to yeah. the halfway let's right. just talk it out over coffee or yeah. have lunch and just you can never let go of that human connection because yeah. um, that's old school but that's that's old school and it's going to always be it's relevant always be there. you know yeah. just like the business card people are like print is dead like with what i do the business card will never die that is yeah. the, that is so old school but that is one piece of print that will always be there like i'm not going to be like give me your qr code or yeah, like I that's know, just right. no so one true. does that yeah. like here's my card call me it's just old school but like certain that. things yeah. stay for stay. a reason yeah mm-hmm. all right let's go to the next question is there a single experience or defining moment that sparked a game change in your life? I would say we, we kind of touched on it before, but that, that moment was really when I basically was first approached, you know, kind of to start my little side hustle mm-hmm. while I was, you know, working in the construction side of the business and realizing that so many, there were opportunities out there to consult yeah. um, and taking that leap of just like, I'm going to give this a shot and I'm going all in. I'm not going to start a consulting business while I'm collecting a paycheck from KBE. That's not right to them. And I don't know that that would, I'd be able to do that frankly, because you know, I'm putting my all into my, my nine to five, so to speak. And then I'm going to have to go and put my all into 5 PM to you know, 9 PM, 9 AM or whatever. It's not going to work. So I knew that for me to really give it my all and my Mm -hmm. focus, I Mm -hmm. couldn't be one leg over each side of the fence. I had to rip the bandaid off and, or, again probably bad and now i'm like notorious for the you, wrong analogy you at the wrong position. it works and i can't <laughs> like I jump know. right in both yeah. feet or, you know what i'm saying like basically just take a risk you got it. it yeah you know so that was for sure a game changer because i went from you know working for reputable kind of established firms getting a salary being comfortable having benefits having a 401k to mm-hmm. throwing that out the window and saying let's start golden let's egg start. Yeah. and i that was a game changer for me and that's like i said it's been nine years and I cannot imagine going back because, you yeah. know, like I've had clients, you know, and it's, it's very flattering. Like I've had clients over the years be like, you should quit golden egg. You should work for us. Like I'll pay you. Yeah, it's going to be throw great. All kinds of perks yeah. at you. Or do like, you should do a full-time retainer with us. Like, let us be your one client. You can run it through golden egg. And I'm like tempting, but no, no. like, yeah. cause, cause what I, I learned is that yes, there's some financial stability and security because don't get me wrong. I'm still chasing people down for money, and it's you know what it is. That You're constantly, right. constantly chasing down checks. Always. It's just, and you don't have a paycheck. You, you're, you're paying your bills is my paycheck. Right. So that's can be exhausting, and there's the temptation of financial stability with yeah. retainers and things like that. But once you get into that arrangement, you're kind of locking into a commitment to kind of exclusively be yeah, working absolutely. for someone, and it begins to feel like you're not in business for yourself anymore. Right. And why did you get into business for yourself? Not to be somebody else's bitch. <laughs> Pardon the expression, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it wasn't working. Yeah. It, it wouldn't work. Yeah. It well, wouldn't work. As and, and, but you, ha- you have the work ethic and you have the drive and the, and the discipline yeah. to be able to get up and create something Absolutely. every day. You don't need someone looking over your shoulder saying, are you done yet? Absolutely. What, what's the deadline on this? You give yourself your own. Yeah. You push yourself hard enough. You, yeah, absolutely. Ha- tell me how, because I think it's interesting to know because we've said golden egg a couple yeah. times how'd you come up with the name golden egg mm-hmm. great question i get asked that a lot so my maiden name is saragusa mm-hmm. as you know 
So, and my email is still lsaragusa at goldeneyeconcepts because that, that was felt very right to just keep it. Because that's when I started Goldeneye, that's yeah. where I was. So, Saragusa, when I first came into the industry, everyone was like, you're goose, goose, Saragusa. So, I was like, the goose, the, the goose. goose is here. So, it was like the goose that laid the golden egg. And if you think about that Aesop's fable, the whole moral behind the story is like, you know, basically don't let greed destroy the mm. source of good things in your life yeah. you know with the goose and they kill the goose and there's no gold so there's eggs. a great message so there. it's like and it was like i said like could i be working for a big construction management firm in new haven or hartford and making you know six figures benefits all this and that i could but i'm choosing to do it my way yeah so and it's, it's gratifying it's yeah exactly that's great don't kill the goose don't kill the goose <laughs> um so again, this is another really good question because you've talked about a lot of the things that inspire you yeah. and how you've made decisions in your life maybe against what would be considered normal. Yeah, for um, sure. And you talked about how you love what you do right when we started this uh, yeah. session. So in your opinion, why do you think people give up? I think people give up, whether it's in business or in terms of you know a marriage or mm -hmm. in terms of a fitness goal or mm -hmm. you know working out whatever mm -hmm. whatever it is I think it goes down to like a lack of motivation like mm -hmm. you give up wanting to invest in it um, and again let's let's use the fitness example so like you know I have a gym membership everyone's very like first of the year it's it's New Year's resolution yeah, that gym is packed you know it's there we're going on the treadmill yeah. we're doing it and like you know that come, come the third yeah. week in January they're, they're gone gone yeah. And that's no, it's just, I don't think it's, um, I think that's common because it, it's a very real, uh, it's, it's very real and that people just lose the motivation to get up and go, get up and go. It takes work to be committed to anything. Yeah. Um, and it takes time to establish habits and yeah. you know patterns and things like that. Um, again, whether you're talking about working out or giving attention to your business or right. any relationship in your life, I think when you lose the motivation to keep trying mm -hmm. and showing up, that's when you give up. Yeah, you know, you yeah. give up on whatever it was that you were doing because yeah. it takes too much work, and the amount of work that uh, w will be required isn't worth the effort yeah. to stick with it. You may want the goals, you may want to look good, or to go to the be able to say you go to the gym every yeah. day, or you want the end have result. A six, you want the end result, but you don't want to yeah. put in the work. And everything we all know this, everything takes work. Yeah. You know, nothing is yeah. promised. No one, none of us were ever given. You know given like, hey, here, make this work, and you know, here's a perfect you know, yeah. solution, and yeah. here's exactly how you're gonna do it, and here's lots of money in case right. you fail. And yeah, and there's no like magic pill. There's, there's no like, magic pill. There's no magic pill. pill, there's no shortcut. No, absolutely. There's no overnight success. It's like, you gotta put in the you work, gotta pay your dues, keep your head down. Yeah, and, and it sucks. Yeah. A lot of days it sucks because it's just, it's effort, and a lot of times you don't see the results right away, mm. or, or you may not even see results at all or you may see them and then they stop showing and it's it's you got to just stick with it and stay yeah. on the path and I think a lot of people give up because they're not motivated to stick with it yeah and I think that there's a there's different types of and I didn't always I I've asked this question a couple times and I'm always curious to hear the answer yeah and I agree with everything that you said although although I think that my opinion on because people pe I give up on things you give mm -hmm. up on things sure I think it I think it becomes a matter of how you look at it yeah so I think some of it is Complacency, lack of motivation, yeah. for sure. Yep. And just how we talk about creating our own destiny and how, and creating our own paycheck. Yep. There's a lot of people out there that even might even be listening to this that are saying that sounds horrifying. Yeah. To yeah. Me. Oh, for sure. And and I like to go to work every day and and know that there's going to be money in my account on yeah. whatever Friday I get paid or whatever. It's and, not and that's for everyone. Okay. Don't give it's me It's not wrong. negative, and and yeah. the world needs all types of Absolutely. people <clears throat> because that's what makes it go round. Yep. But I think that there also becomes a point in time when it could be healthy to say, yeah, I'm done. Absolutely. And, and you know, like there's things that I've done um, in my career, even when, when I've had people say in my family and you yep. know, close to me say, when are you just going to be done with that? Yeah. Like just be done. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. And it's hard to let go. And it's hard to let go because it letting go always feels like a failure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But sometimes you need to, let, you need, you to, need to, let to drop it go. those. And you yeah. know, for, for a guy that's had, um, you know, failed investments and yep. failed startups, a failed marriage. I mean, there's been things that have yeah. happened in my life yep. that I say, 
you could beat yourself up, mm -hmm. but it's all, but it is about your frame of reference too. So if it's not necessarily lack of motivation, yeah. but it, for some it is, but yeah. for other people it's saying, yeah, what am I doing yeah. here? Yeah. And how is that detrimentally affecting me possibly? Right. And then what do you do next? Mm, yep. And, and how do you respond? Yep. Coming, yeah. coming to terms like with acknowledging, you know, maybe starting with the fitness example was, was I think what made me, you gotta stay motivated, you gotta do it. But, but to your point, there are, whether it's clients, marriages, friendships, yeah. family relationships yeah. that are just not productive yeah. and you can Exhausting. go and yeah, you can give and change yeah. and change for them. And just, you, you have to draw your own lines and you have to ultimately remember, like, if this isn't going to work for me, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's okay to say no. And yeah. it's, it doesn't, it, it may be a failed blank, a failed mm -hmm. relationship, a failed right. investment, a failed marriage, whatever the case is. But if, if it's, it can be okay for you personally yeah. if you getting out of that situation is allowing you to continue to do what yeah. is going to make you strong Correct. And, and and feel you know successful as a person right. it's okay yeah. you know to say no to things um, no. and to fire clients and to yeah. you know it well, is right because okay. we've done that too we both fired clients we mm -hmm. both i had a friend come see me in the office this week and say i'm afraid to make this decision because i look at it as a failure yeah and I'm like, I don't look at it as a failure. And yeah. she said, well, what do you mean? Well, this is my perspective on it. So yeah. it, it really is a matter of how you respond. Yep. And then what are the things that you're weighing in on to make that decision? Yep. Um, because I think that I, I even look at, and we've talked about this too, my inner circle of people mm -hmm. in the last five years, it's changed dramatically. Yeah. And, and you talk about things like positive affirmations and yeah. surrounding people that you want to be like or that like you aspire to. and and how you push yourself to grow. And yeah. I think that, so I think we always talk about giving up. Yeah. And in a lot of ways, we, all the things that we've talked about already, but there are other times when you say, hey, Nick, yeah. stop buying yeah. real estate in Vermont for yeah. the love of God. Yeah. You need to let it go. Yeah. And I, and I did it for a long yeah. time, yeah. but that's a way I looked at it as a failure. And I'm yeah. like, but you know what? I got to cut my losses yeah. and, you know, yeah. understand that I've got other opportunities that are better. Yeah. So yeah. that's, yeah, not to belabor the point. No, but. I, I get you. It's and it's like I think giving up means you're you're personally you're throwing in the towel versus maybe in in a case like that you're perhaps course correcting. You're you may still do your investments, but you're realizing that that particular um, focus was not the right one Correct. for you, or that particular relationship or client was not the right one for you. You're still going to do what you do, right? And have relationships and clients and investments, but right. you're you're course correcting and right. finding something that's a better fit. Correct. That's more rewarding for yeah, you. So in that absolutely. case, I don't know that I would call that giving up because you're not throwing in the towel. Right. You're just acknowledging that this isn't working. Right. And that that's to me acknowledging that something's not working and making a change is not giving up. Giving mm, up is that's saying that's a great point. You know, giving up is saying I set out to do this. I'm going to do this come hell or high water, and then just like losing steam. I say right. that's what I say. Or staying up in that you know, staying in that comfort zone mm -hmm. of complacency because. If I, it's too hard. It's too hard. <laughs> yeah. But, but acknowledging that something is just, and again, whatever we're talking about, a, a routine, a habit, a relationship, a, a job, a career choice, yeah. recognizing that it's not working and then course correcting, yeah. giving up is defeat. Yeah. Uh, acknowledging change is something I think that, that could make you end up in a better place. Yeah. I know you recently made a pretty big decision to make a change with a strategic partnership that you had for a period of time. And, and kind of thinking about that too, as we're talking. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. It's a big deal. And it probably weighed on you for a while and you probably looked at it from a lot of different ways. But it did. Just yeah. talk to me about maybe the process that you went sure. through internally. And that would be, that would be a situation that I wouldn't pile into the giving up. No. Category. And that's why, I, that's why I bring it up. Acknowledging that it might not have been working and making a change. Yeah. Um, so long story short, because it is quite a long story, but um, probably back in about 2013, I became very closely affiliated with um, a strategic partner that I do a lot of my website development with. Yeah. Um, we also have a lot of products in terms of a content management system, CRM, intranets, et cetera. So a lot of basically the digital stuff that me personally sure. as Golden Egg, I did not do. So it began as like a strategic alliance and, and people would come to me as Golden Egg, hey, I need a website. Cool, I'm bringing in my team. So, you know, we kind of did that whole, yeah. like, you know, we're, we're this two-headed person, we serve the client, they trust me, I bring yeah. in my associates. Right. As we began to ramp up and do more and more and more together, the volume was just there. Mm -hmm. um, 
the fact that we were working nationwide where most people didn't know Lindsay Matthew, Lindsay Saragusa, Golden Egg, Golden Goose, any of that. Yeah. I was like, you know what? We, we had a really good thing going. And um, in retrospect, I was the one that actually proposed this. Um, we had always kind of joked about like, oh, aligning forces and kind of becoming one and stuff. Because mm -hmm. it felt like we were. We were doing yeah. so much together. But last year, we um, made a decision to kind of really, I guess, unofficially merge. Because mm -hmm. Golden Egg, tr truth be told, I remained a 1099, a subcontractor yeah, to sure. them. But I was outwardly branding myself as another company and I was actively running any golden egg work, your work included, through, through this. this other business right. um, where I had other resources, other partners. We were really a team of six collectively. And as a one woman show, particularly with being, having, being a mom, being you know, yeah. a wife, having a million other things I'm juggling, I, I was like, this might be good from a financial standpoint in terms of like, you know, kind of the, the way that our deal was working. I wouldn't have to chase down a million people. I'd have yeah. some security, I'd have extra resources. I'd still be able to serve people the way I wanted to do and get it done. And probably about a month ago, I, I realized that, I, I acknowledged that it just, there's so much great that came out of this mm -hmm. past year, but I realized that something was very, much missing yeah. from my soul really mm -hmm. and it was my identity as golden egg mm -hmm. um you know i really kind of took golden egg and boxed it up and kind of put it in the desk and basically began you know representing myself as as this partner company that that i i still and will continue to work with uh to to have the re record reflect that they're they're awesome they've been great and they've kind of followed me along my journey mm -hmm. um but I realized that I was missing my identity as a business owner and as my own business and as Golden Egg and as Goose mm -hmm. when I'm kind of out there wearing a hat of another business. Right. So um, I basically actually went down to Florida to visit a friend and kind of had some time to away from the family and the business and just to kind of think, yeah. which I think is good. <laughs> to, to, and yeah. I rarely take that time, yeah, but it's important. And it just it further cemented it that I was like, you know what? after some good conversation with my friend that I visited, I just said, this is what's right for, for Lindsay. Mm -hmm. I need to kind of course correct this and I need to tell my partners sooner than later and I did and we're actually, you know, it's very timely, your question, because we're kind of like really in the process this week of mm -hmm. kind of figuring out, well, how does this look? Because I am very, very entrenched in there and yeah. um, we will continue to work together, yeah. but how, do, how does that change? Sure. So, you know, again, a relationship can change mm -hmm. um, and I'm not giving up on it by any means, mm -hmm. but. I'm acknowledging that something wasn't right and we need to kind of make that, yeah. you know, work in a different way. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm actually excited about it. And, and furthermore, I feel like it's almost, I don't want to say a new beginning for Golden Egg, but mm -hmm. it's kind of got me motivated in a way that, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm like, this is this is the real deal. I, I, I tried it. I'll never regret not trying it because yeah. you may have always like wondered, well, what if? You know, because again, I'm a one woman show. Should I roll up with something bigger? Do I like doing what I'm doing? It's cemented for me. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm in this forever. You know what I started doing, and that's that's a, that's a that was a great answer, by the way. Thank so you. I, I appreciate your honesty. No problem. Um, about a year ago, I started because I had a bunch of these what ifs in my yeah. life and a lot of different scenarios. Yeah. And I did a couple things. I really was honest with myself in the way that I felt, which sometimes was a struggle. Yeah. You know, and you're and you're like, I should feel a certain way, but I don't. So yeah. what do I do with that? Yeah. The other thing that I started doing being honest with yourself. Being honest <laughs> with myself, but but also this, which I think was very important telling people how I feel mm -hmm. exactly how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. And where I even remember. if it was because I I mean I was on it, I was on this campaign to call all these people that were important to me and, yeah. and including you I, you remember we, we had totally you remember. you were a recipient of that phone call and then even a dinner to follow up because i was like what was most memorable yeah but it was really being honest to myself and saying this is how i yeah. feel yeah this is how i i'm gonna tell other people how i yeah. feel about them yeah life short number yeah. one yes and Rather than people wonder how I feel yeah. about them, now they're gonna know. Yeah. I'm not exactly excited to tell people that I don't like them because yeah. I'm sure there are plenty of people out there that you know the people that don't like me. You may not have had dinner with them. Have, yeah, it might, <laughs> but but for the ones especially that that I care about, yep. that I want to invest my time yeah. into, um, and a, and some of them are family, and some yeah. of them are friends, yeah. and and I think that that process maybe yeah. not in the same way, but I think you kind of went through yeah. that too because we talked about it. And we it did. Was like, uh, tell people how you feel. It's exposing. Uh, it's, it's it's it makes scary. you a little vulnerable yeah. to be honest because oh, you're yeah. you know most people don't keep it that real and yeah. I don't know that most people are like uh, able to like 
if you pitch that at them, like they're like, what do I, I how know. do I deal with his feelings? Like, you know, it's yeah. like, you know, you just, it's great to be that honest and that forthright. And, and I think as we get older, cause we've been in the game for 15 years, yeah. not that that's that old, but yeah. you know, I think I've found that, you know, with friends and even clients and business association and everything, it's like that whole quality over quantity and it's Absolutely. so cliche, but yeah. like, you know, you, you, you kind of weed down your, your, your tribe. Yeah. you know and that that tribe really includes do. family and you friends really and do. the people you know and yeah. even with business you you want to work with people you you want to work with like i mean you don't want those like bare clients that you you see them calling and you're just like yeah you're rolling your eyes yeah you, you know, want to like, work with good people you want to yeah. deal with good people um life is short and you know you it's it's great that you can articulate how you feel and then share that and i wonder my question for you is how has that been received for the people? I mean, I know how I received it. Um, like, I mean, it's just, it's nice to um, hear and, and it may pull something out of them that you might not have known that they felt like, you know, that, hey, maybe you're more important to that person than you ever gave yourself credit for. Yeah, so I think that that was probably what I learned. In some in some scenarios, I think the people already knew. Yeah. But it was just me reaffirming. Yeah. Um, you know, telling, telling people that all the things that they've done for me, even in a roundabout way, I yeah. appreciate it. And um, that went, went very well. Yeah other people that may not have expected it, mm -hmm. you know, but really didn't realize the impact, kind of were like, well, gee, Nick, thanks, I didn't, what's going on with you, are you okay? Yeah, like, really. are you, you know, are, are you are you sick? Are yeah. you like, you know, are you going through a transition like a in your life that I don't know about, like, what's happening? Like, is this part of a yeah. process that you stop. have to tell me? I mean, so really, I did, I got all kinds of, of reactions. Bet. Yeah, and, I you uh, did. All positive, and yeah. I, I'm happy to say that it strengthened the meaningful relationships mm -hmm. to me, to yeah. me in my life, you know, and I've got just what the things that life throws at you, yeah. and you know, there's I certainly maybe like you have damaged relationships yep. too over the years that I'm trying to rebuild, mm -hmm. um, and that takes time too. Yeah, it does. But it's really understanding, you know, and I and I and this is something else I think that it's important is like I used to say, um, and I had a conversation this morning. I used to say, you know, like I need you, mm -hmm. but but really. We all will survive. Yeah. yeah, I'm a survivor. You're a survivor. But it's acknowledging the fact of you just mentioned vulnerability of yeah. saying, I I want you in yeah. my life, and yeah. here's why. Yeah, and I appreciate that about you. And although I would survive, I don't want to. Right, right. And and when you talk about even your relationship with Nick, and yeah. and, and and that that's one of those things where yeah. it's like you got you make the investment, yeah. and it's like you know, could we all survive? Yeah, but yeah. why? Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and and this why is struggle? why struggle life and then too hard. and then and life and life <laughs> is hard. So yes. and here's the last question, and it's a, another another nice transition. Yeah. You're, you're, we're very good at that. Yeah, today, we are. We're really segueing. We like, really are. Well, a lot almost of, like we rehearsed. This, yeah. we totally didn't. I didn't um, even have coffee this morning. I know, and I feel Shopping. bad about that. It's so, all good. So anyone that listens regularly is going to know that I always talk about coffee in every episode, and I totally drop the ball That's for you. Right. It's so, all good. Like I said, um, I'm drinking honey and green tea. Yeah, so I'm we did, we did get morning. you some, a uh, little bit of caffeine. I appreciate that. But you do know that I, whenever I feel like I'm unhealthy, yeah. I drink green tea and like it's I get cleansing. made fun of because they're like, oh, you think it's like a magical elixir that's going to solve <laughs> right. all your health problems. That's right. I oh literally like, when I'm hungover, like I drink green tea. Go. I don't know what helps, but in my out. mind, I yeah. think it does. So, um, I love it. So my last question is, and I think I again, I think I know the answer, but it's do you love your life? I and do. assuming that it's yes, yeah, which you do. It is. Tell I me, do. tell me why. Man, that's a, that's a deep one, but I mean, yeah, the answer is yes. I love my life. Um, I love, I guess, going to connect it back to the other question of like entrepreneur, wife, mother. Mm, yeah. Um, there's other words, you know, friend, uh, you know, that I can think of. There's other mm. words uh, that come into to play there, but um, I feel that. I'm able to juggle all the different parts of who I am as a person yeah. in a way that feels, for the most part, balanced. Um, in a way that you know is rewarding to me. I I do feel lucky in a lot of ways with um, not only the fact that I've had a lot of great clients that believed in me that allow me to do what I do. Yeah. Um, that I have you know I guess some God-given <laughs> you know talents and skill sets that yeah. allow me to do what I do. Um, some motivation, some drive that allow me to do what I do. The support of my husband, mm. um, who's my number one fan, and e and even through this transition that we just talked about, with kind of going really from 
a very comfortable, steady uh, situation to kind of back to ground zero and get out there and hustle and, you know, yeah. eat what you kill. Yeah. He's like, this is going to be crazy, but I got you, you know, like, let's do it. Yeah. And he's like, if I have to work a couple extra callbacks or whatever, he's like, he believes in me. And, yeah. you know, um, having his support has been huge. And I do feel very fortunate because I, I wonder if I didn't have him in my life. Um, I also wouldn't have my kids yeah. who, who, who give me a lot of sense of purpose and joy and um, they also give me headaches and other things too <laughs> because they're crazy but no in, in all you know in all honesty like I, I love them and seeing my kids grow up and, and knowing that um, people could have a, a, another consultant arguably Nick I hope to God he never does but could have another wife but my children will never have another mother I, I am yeah. their mother yeah. and there's only one of me mm -hmm. and um, I only have they're, you know, they're my only children, and yeah. and and God willing, they'll be my only children because right. I'm, I'm right. good with two, good. two and three, boy and a girl, two and three. I got my boy, I got my girl. We're good. Um, I don't know that I could go through this. <laughs> I don't know if my body can take it. Um, but no, like in all seriousness, I, I, they are, you know, again, it kind of sounds cliche, but they're my, you know, my greatest accomplishment. Mm -hmm. I, I love them, um, and I think the fact that I have the the balance of other relationships in my life, my career, my purpose, my passion. Yeah. It makes yeah. me be a better mother um, yeah. to them. And so for that reason, I'm very happy. I feel that I can do what I love to do every day. And I have mm -hmm. the flexibility to not feel bound to really anyone else's demands or schedule. Mm -hmm. um, I can kind of write my own destiny. And mm -hmm. I think that's why we get into business for ourselves Absolutely. at the end of the yeah. day. Yeah. So there's risks, there's yeah. rewards. It's yeah. not for everyone. I would never look at someone that says, I'm not ready to take that jump. I want to keep my paycheck. I would say, you know what? Good for you. Because there's a lot of great things about That's getting right. a steady paycheck and right. not doing what we do. Correct. But for me personally, I can't imagine it any other way. Yeah. Yeah. And I would bet you would say the same. Yeah. You know, and I think that um, to talk about you a little bit more um, in, on the on the tune to the tune of telling people how, how you feel about that. Yeah. I think you lead by example. Thank I you. think you always have. Thank I you. think um, to the beat of your own drum, which yeah. is a which is yeah. a good thing. It's and, nice to hear, uh, to be honest with you. And you know, as a as a as a dad with two daughters, you know, like just to watch you, you know, you as a woman in the industry, and to be a, a mom, and to be a professional, and to to make the right decisions even when they're hard. Um, you know, I think that you're uh, someone that girls and women look should look up to and do look Thank up you. to. And um, I hope it's got that some goosebumps on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That's, well, you know, it's just, nice to it, hear. It and that's and that like real talk. Like people don't tell me that every day. Like that's no. nice to hear. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you to you publicly and privately. But but I also will tell you this. I want to I want everyone to know this story. So I, I exited the facility management industry in 2010 and went to work for my uncle and worked Uncle Lou. For uncle Lou. And, and then I and then I kind of I floundered for a little while figuring out what I wanted to do. And then I went to work for a wind energy startup, which we, which was a startup and was a risk. Yeah. And it was, uh, I learned a lot, yeah. but watch that business kind of start and stop. And I remember calling you one day and like, Hey, I'm starting a company facility management space. This is what it is. Yeah. And I need your help. Yep. And, um, I was on unemployment at the time, at the time, yeah. and I remember like when that company. I've never actually said that out loud. Um, yeah. That was a very terrifying moment for me because I'm like, I, I was like the always the worker. Yeah. And I and I and I called you up and I said I need your help because yeah. I had no strategy. I didn't have a logo. I didn't have yeah. a brand. I didn't have anything. Literally grounds. And we and we literally spent hours on the phone together. Yeah. And you helped me, and I and I'm like, hey, this is what I can afford to pay you. I mean, literally, you did it. You did a good deed for sure. Yeah. And uh, I think I've told you, and I'll tell you again, you are a friend for life. You you are you're a brilliant mind. You do a lot of great work, Thank and you, Nick. I'm honored. And I really am just so happy that you came on the podcast. And I hope that people that listen will learn from you. Well, and, thank you. And, uh, that means a lot, and yeah. I'm glad to be a friend. Yeah. And I'm you. glad to have you as a client. And I am, like I said, to to be able to help people give them what they need to do what they mm -hmm. you give you those things to make you go out and look what you've done with one source look what you've grown mm -hmm. with you. my little maybe help along the way a little yeah. logo a little business card a little touch here a little there yeah. direction and you're off that, to the you're very humble too not everyone <laughs> takes my direction and does something with it this guy's killed it no, thank you so thank you very much for life well thank you so i certainly owe you a cup of coffee <laughs> yes you do this is the part of the program <laughs> where we talk about the fantastic coffee that yeah. we're drinking but um i'm drinking coffee from home 
and you're drinking green tea. I'm drinking so. green tea. I'm I'm so on the coffee topic here. So Nick's like, let's talk about coffee on the podcast. So I'm like the most basic person. I would say basic B word, but I won't say that. Um, coffee drinker. I'm so basic. Yeah, I literally brew it at home, put a little touch of cream, no sugar, like literally whatever's on sale at Stop and Shop, eight o'clock coffee, you know, whatever. It's what I drink. But there is, I think I've mentioned to you, yeah. and this is not like a paid advertisement or plug or anything, uh -uh. but so I'm in southeastern Connecticut, which is like totally not your world, because no. we're always like, are you ever going to be in New Haven? I'm like, no, but <laughs> if I am, I'll find a way to see you. Yeah. But like in southeastern Connecticut, there actually is a really good coffee shop in the city of Norwich, Rose City, born and raised. That's where I'm from. I live in Colchester now, but that's where I'm from. Yeah. Stay representing. You are, um, Nor you are Norwich proud. I am Norwich that. proud. Yeah. I am. And that's where my husband works. He's a firefighter for the city of Norwich. Um, but I would say Craftsman Cliff Roasters okay. is really good. If you guys are in the area, you should check it out. It's right downtown. Good. And it's phenomenal. We're going to go. I'll go. Another I'm small business yeah. doing his thing. He's, yeah. he's been there a couple of years and he's killing I'll it. Check him so out. Check him out. I spend more time out that way now, you know, with my client Chelsea Crown Chelsea well, Crown oh, Bank there, there you go and I did just join the Southeast Chamber really? did you know that I yes. did not that's a yeah, fun fact big news fun that fact. is a big news yes yep do you know Gary Rogers I do know Gary Rogers we should tag we, him in this we Gary. totally should tag Gary. him <laughs> yes I spoken to Gary and awesome. uh we drank the Kool-Aid and we joined. So I will, I'll go check it out. Check it out. I'll meet you me. there. I will I'll buy you, you a coffee. You the least I can do. pay your dues there. Can I ask one more question you in close, closing? What's yeah. your favorite cocktail? All right. This is a, this is Never a question. Anybody if this. I'm gonna, if I'm gonna like drink for a, a while, okay. <laughs> which sounds horrible. Depends on the end It result. depends on, yeah. Kind okay. Of, this is terrible. It's, right. It depends on the environment. Right? Yeah. Okay. So if I'm like, I'm kind of a signature classic, like one cocktail at a nice place, I'm doing a Cosmopolitan. Got it. That's my go-to. I like that. But if I'm going to like, if I'm at an event, a networking event, whatever, I'll do like Tito's and soda, Minnesota. you know, low yeah. cal, yeah, very yeah, light, yeah. easy yeah. to go. You spill it a little bit on some no like issue. clear, no one's going right. to bother you. If I'm, it's certain like fall, winter time, like, you know. Maybe have a little glass of uh, Pinot Noir, something mm. like that. I love the seasonality you know, of this. It's response. very seasonal. Summer, you're like really, your, your upcoming yeah. event, I oh, might yeah. be drinking some beers, you know, mm -hmm. something light, seasonal. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I kind of like go with the ambiance of the environment. Good answer. Great. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Lindsay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. We're good. We did it. You we did, did it. it. I did it. Onward. Thank awesome. you. Have a good one. All right.